2: Hey, everybody! Welcome back. Here comes Donna. She's our lady. She's our leader, and we are honored to be a part of this program with her.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, guys. Hey, Donna. I'm just having a laughing fit over nothing.
2: Yeah, it's not taking much this morning. No,
0: it's just a good day. Really I do want to let
2: people know, because people have been asking, Mike's already gotten a couple calls since he came in, that I did tweak my back a little bit last night at the gym. And I'm here, and I, oh could I God, have taken a personal that day? Guy. you're guy. Sure. you totally
0: that guy. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Oh. Well, I tweaked my back last night. Nobody cares. Nobody means it when they say, how you doing? Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I'm talking, <laughs> and I want to tell you. What's a guy got to do to get an ice pack around here? Wouldn't it be nice I mean, when people
0: in- say, how you doing, they just mean... Hi, that's it. Especially <laughs> in passing. Stop telling people.
2: <laughs> if it's the hall, and then if you stop walking and say, "Oh my gosh," oh, truth that be guy. told, <laughs> not great. And then they're thinking, "Oh my gosh," oh, I'm no. trying to get to a just,
0: Yeah, exactly. It Maybe a dentist appointment for crying out loud.
2: We should change how you doing to a more literal thing of just like I see you. <laughs> <laughs> there but you let's
0: are. Let's not even say what's up because that leaves that's a whole new open-ended. door. Yes. Let's just go.
2: There you are. <laughs> I acknowledge
1: your existence. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Exactly. All right, I'm glad we all agree on that. That's yes. how we're going to greet each other from now on, okay? okay. All right, let's do this. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine
1: and Steve really? Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this,
0: this. is the beat. beat. Ooh Mike, you had a late night, huh?
1: I did. Yeah.
0: You were over at the Janet Jackson concert? We just
1: heard her right there. Yeah, at the Janet concert. That's
0: right. Give me the the
1: pee! Yes. It was a great show. I really Really? enjoyed it. Yeah. A lot of dancing? A lot of dancing. And I'll admit, and I think I can kind of speak for the crowd, just kind of watching everyone's reaction. She kind of broke it up into five different sets, if you would, where they would kind of go dark. The stage would change. They'd have different kind of... It was really cool. The stage had a lot of mobility to it, had some different elements to it. Each set, though, after that first, the first one she did, just kind of feeling the vibe of the crowd and how I personally felt and how people kind of felt in the suite with us. We were a little bit like, uh-oh, is it going to be like this all night long? That's how I felt, because oh. it was very like hand-dancy. Like, At the beginning of her yes, set. like I'm doing these little hand dances, and I'm singing, but the music's so loud, you can barely hear me actually sing. The first set, I was like, oh boy, this is going to be a long night.
0: So problems with the audio. It almost
1: saying. felt like it was an audio situation. It felt like everything was just a little off. Then all of a sudden, it was like, they definitely built it... or. Created it to build as the show oh, went on, so
0: that was intentional.
1: I think so because the next set was much better. The third set, even better. She's moving more. By the end, she's literally out of breath, like panting. She's dancing so much. Wow, so right. it got wow. better and better and better as the show went on. She had these four really incredible dancers with her. The live band that was on the stage. At one point, they brought them up to the front, and kind of featured them with the guitars and the and the uh, drums. It was a really really fun show.
0: Well, so there was a band. There was
1: a lot of band. Like yep. a lot
0: of times, it's just a track. Mm-hmm, you right. know. Uh, can I ask what she was wearing? Uh, like loose pants. A little
1: bit of everything. Uh, that's every time. Every time there was a new set, she was wearing something different. So when it opened up, it actually this huge uh, curtain fell, and she was wearing this massive purple gown. Oh. And it was just like, and she was very. It felt like almost. Star Wars-y or something. Like, she looked oh, like cool. a, some sort of a queen just sitting there, and then it was, like I said, very low-key, very subtle to start. I love the hand dancing.
2: Yes. Thing. It was like, <laughs> the little hand likes. movements, like sit and be fit.
1: And, and I just... was kind of, like, worried there for a second, but uh, and then, yeah, the next set, she had this beautiful orange dress on. I think the one after that, she, by the end, she was wearing these baggy jeans and then uh, Rhythm Nation,
2: like, half-cut-off t-shirt with the shirt yes. underneath. It was, yeah, it was fun. So, yeah. sort of an evolution throughout. Uh, any songs that she didn't sing that you were thinking, man. I wish when, you would have sang when
1: the encore was about to happen. We were up there because it was it was it was actually uh, bids for kids for Dawn and myself were representing the adventures, and then it was uh, uh, Rocco who dis- or who was kind of the. Um looking over the the suite, kind of hosting everybody. So okay. Rocco yeah. was there as well. And then Lori showed up as well. And so all four of us were kind of looking at each other like, what, what's she going to do for the encore? Like we were all looking, trying to figure out what the encore yeah. was going to be because we couldn't think of any songs that she missed. Yeah. So I think she really kind of hit all of it. Um Great. As a 14, 15-year-old in 2000, when Luda was on the stage, I was very excited about that. Yes. Ludacris yeah. opened up, and he was kind of a glorified, just kind of hype man. Like, he played maybe eight songs, did the chorus, did half of a verse, and then moved oh, on to the next. Okay. And, sure. He's but on was,
0: the casino tour. Yeah. Yeah. Did
2: he do Area Codes? Of course, uh, yep. yep. Did he, Welcome to Atlanta? Oh, yep, definitely, yeah. definitely,
1: definitely. So, yeah, yeah uh, I just kind of worked, worked his way right through the catalog. Then there's a lot of songs you don't, like, hey, Usher, hey, like, you didn't even remember. Like I didn't remember he oh, was even right. on. On nice. That one, and all of a sudden the music drops. Hey, hey, and then he does his rap part, and then they move on to the next. So huh. it was Wait. just very fast pace when he was out there, but I really enjoyed it. How, oh, how late did it go? Uh, Ten thirty. That's so. late. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that's reasonable. Oh,
0: you think so? I, uh, yeah. Well, when did it start?
1: Considering it started at 7.45. Okay. It was a late start time. Um, 7.45, and I think Luda actually got on stage uh, about 8.05 or so.
2: and it okay. like, 45 minutes? Luda's
1: set was maybe 30.
2: I oh, mean, it okay. was quick. He went right through the catalog real quick. Okay. It was like when I saw Diddy open up for NSYNC, mm-hmm. he was uh, Sometimes it would be Smash Mouth opening up for NSYNC on this tour, and then sometimes Diddy. And it was Diddy, so me and all the rest of the dudes in the audience got lucky because the next day we we're like we went to a Diddy concert and yeah. NSYNC closed. But we yeah, yeah yeah he he maybe did thirty minutes yeah but yeah. it was it was fire because it was sing along fire it's just mm-hmm. a, oh I know this song I know this song this is great this is great and then boom onto the real show
0: and then you get the crowd just so pumped yeah
2: jazzed well, as can... I like to say ah oh,
0: they're all jazzed up as what? Grandma used to say. <laughs>
2: Hey, I just want to say this. Weird. I heard okay. I hear this. Okay.
0: I don't know what's happening. Oh, okay. What?
2: You said, I said jazz. And then I saw a, a social media video last night from Trey Kennedy, who's really funny. And he does yes. these sketches. And it was about, I think it was about, crap. Was it about Riz? Which they've talked about before. We've heard it on the Jason Alexis promo before. But... It was a term and I wanted to educate us now, but now I'm forgetting what he actually said. And if this wasn't live radio, I would have said, hey, can we just take that again? We'll eliminate that. <laughs> but it is live and it's already out there in these last 40 seconds. Guys, if you feel like that was a tough listen, it's even tougher to be me, the one who's delivering it and still not even landing the plane. God, Donna, what else? Music?
0: Um, oh, yeah. You want another music news? Uh, it,
2: it,
0: well, it's your stories. Okay. Uh,
2: I was going to look up the video. I feel really, I'd really just confused myself.
0: It's okay. Drew Barrymore, apparently.
2: She was in tears at a T-Swift concert.
0: I mean, who isn't, right?
2: She was just there. There was a very blurry photo taken of her. She attended the tour with her daughters. I mean, just the blurriest Aww. photo that you can imagine.
0: It's like I took it.
2: Even, dare I say, worse, Donna. <laughs> Click on that link. You see that? Look at her. i looking at The it. blurry photo. And she, w- she said, you are the role model all of us girls and women need. Drew Barrymore said this in this big Instagram post all about the Taylor Swift concert. She said, I cried so hard when you sang Welcome to New York.
0: I love that song.
2: I moved here not knowing where my life was going, and I actually found myself so happy in this chapter. I also cried watching my daughters and cousin Sadie watch and love and sing to someone so admirable. Caps lock. I love you, Taylor Swift.
0: Aw, that's so sweet. Yes. I love Drew Barrymore.
2: You know, I uh, I think that Drew... She's I'm, good energy. I'm not saying that she's going to be the next Ellen, but she does have a real I don't give a darn I'm
0: approach. I'm weird. I'm and- weird,
2: and it'll look different, and we've made fun of it before, right? I mean, if you're sitting on a couch with Drew Barrymore, the middle cushion is occupied. By Drew, that's just (laughs) the fact of the matter.
0: Honestly, I don't, I don't like people in my space that like that.
2: I would love to see you as a guest on her show. I I would would be like,
0: uh, oh, I'd be worried about my pores. I'd be worried about my makeup. I'd be worried about my breath.
2: Mm. All of it. But she's so decidedly different. It is disarming. It's so. Anti-establishment in terms, and I mean that in terms of how they tell you to, all right, now sit and you sit up this way and uh, don't break your posture. Well,
0: Kelly's like that too, I feel.
2: But not Drew. Drew is, Donna, we've seen her. Drew is crawling on the floor to go talk to people. I I
0: don't know if she's doing that to everybody, is she?
2: I don't think she's ever far from people.
0: And she has her own magazine. I think I'm going to subscribe.
2: Marmalade. No, no, no. (laughs)
0: South Carolina.
2: South Carolina. My favorite thing you've ever said. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, we've talked a little bit about artificial intelligence before. And look, maybe you're like, Steve, don't talk about it. It's nerdy. Nobody cares. It might be the end of the world. And there is a statement that some of the creators of AI released and signed yesterday. And you make up your mind as to what's going to happen next. Also, if Donna seems high tomorrow on the air, we have good reason. We'll explain when we come back. It's Donna and Steve. Hey, what's up, Steve? For Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, Donna, please stay out of this. I'm here to tell you about one of my very favorite entertainment spots that happens to be CDT, as I like to call it. Going out to Chan House and Dinner Theaters, it's just a great spot. It's carefree. Parking is a breeze. You get dinner. You get a show. It's just really a fantastic night out. By the way, coming to the main stage, opening June 16th, the sensational show, Jersey Boys of Look It Here. This is the story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons and their incredible musical journey. Jersey Boys, it's thrilled audiences around the world. And now we get to experience right here in Minnesota, which is great, also a wonderful Concerts here at Chan Hassan. Coming up, tributes to Boz Skaggs, Judy Garland, James Taylor Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young And more Oh, by the way, Inside Scoop They just put out their concert list Heading into the holidays They've got a great deal Where if you buy three concerts You get the fourth one for free Everybody wants for a first shot At those new shows You can check out those details ChanhassenDT.com Stevie Ray's Comedy Caber- Cabaret Dishing out last Friday And Saturday nights Hassan Dinner Theater Always entertaining you
0: my time. Hello, Never we're back, like Donna People and Steve on My Talk 1071. everything entertainment, and then some food, I, I, fashion, and fun. We do a lot like of everything. Somebody else thing. is doing that, we better not do that. Oh, okay.
2: that's right, that's yeah, right. I'll get sued again by Twin Cities Live. <laughs> Ever since I left there, it's just one legal battle after another with them. None of that's true, by the way, I have to say that because some listeners then get weird. Joke. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> okay. Um, real quick before I I have robot takeover news, but quickly somebody called in and said that we don't do a lot of microphone taps anymore. So (laughs) thank you, Lisa, for listening. Now this regarding the robot takeover, you can try to avoid it. That's fine. If you want to do it, whatever, who cares? Okay. I'm just saying we might have a problem here. We've talked about artificial intelligence and how it's like, you know, Kind of scary. It's like, boy, this stuff is—it's just moving so fast. Where's it going? What's the end game of all of this? So this morning, I was reading uh, that little thinger that I read—the Morning Brew newsletter—and they had sort of an ominous warning regarding artificial intelligence. I guess yesterday there were a bunch of artificial intelligence experts. That signed a 22-word statement. And they're essentially telling the world that artificial intelligence could cause human civilization to collapse. And I think that's a thing that we might just want to acknowledge for a moment. Yeah. Here are the 22 words that people signed. And by the way, people including... People who are really foundational in creating this artificial intelligence technology, like Sam Altman, who is the founder of OpenAI, which made ChatGPT. There's a guy, a Google DeepMind CEO, Demis Hassabis, as well as some uh, superstar artificial intelligence researchers, Jeffrey Hinton and Stuart Russell. They were among the big names who endorsed this message. Here's how it read. Mitigating the risk of extinction from artificial intelligence should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks, such as pandemics and nuclear war. Let me read it one more time. And this is not some dude on some blog who wrote this. These are again, people who helped to develop the technology. Frankenstein who are now saying (laughs) mitigating the risk of extinction from AI, as in at the hands of artificial intelligence, should be a global priority alongside other societal-scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war.
0: This is terrifying.
2: It's it's an interesting...
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
1: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item
2: YouTube channel. Uh, there's a, a place, the, the Stanford Existential Risks Initiative and Cambridge University Center for the Study of Existential Risk, Both monitor artificial intelligence's threats to human civilization alongside other potential species enders like extreme climate change and a nuclear winter.
0: So why don't we just stop?
2: Because there's money involved. There's money involved now. That's one of the really big problems. Some artificial intelligence engineers say that we should focus less on the future existential risks and more on pressing threats like misinformation, copyright violations, privacy concerns... The concentration of corporate power and, and those kind of things, but there are experts who worry that artificial intelligence could cause humans to just sort of be unnecessary in many facets of right.
0: life. Right? Yikes!
2: They went this on is to like say, mo-
0: "This is like art. This is life imitating art." Don't you feel like you're talking about a movie?
2: Yes. There's some prominent artificial intelligence doomer named Eliezer Yudkowsky who argues it's likely that, quote, as he says, literally everyone on earth will die if superhuman AI comes on the scene. So my point is we can move along. It's nerd talk, but artificial intelligence, ChatGPT, GPT, all this stuff, how it can make work a lot easier for sure. But the AI guys who created it are saying, we might want to watch this because that thing that we've joked about, the robot takeover, I started thinking, not to cause panic, but I started wondering but. <laughs> if AI could get involved in like flights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it if some, if some, it p- puts in a code of like, I don't know, could something happen with flight software, with all, sp- all sorts of transportation software, not to mention access to uh technology to the internet to phone lines, data, satellites, all that kind of stuff I'm just saying when you got the people who are really proud about creating it very shortly into very shortly into its run, saying, uh, we might just want to pull the reins back. Elon Musk said something similar as well like we should we might want to pause rushing forward to see what else can it do. Can it do this? Can it do this? Can it do this? It do this? Because you might accidentally find out it can do this or you might accidentally empower it to do this. So sure, your lawn can get
0: mowed mowed by
2: a robot now, but it might mow you down in the end.
0: Wow. Thank you for bringing that story to our attention, Steve. It's hump day. Now I have this one. Um, So Minnesota just became the 23rd state in the United States to legalize cannabis for adult recreational use. I believe the date uh, that goes into effect is August 1st. And at the same time, um, their low level cannabis offenders uh, are going to they're going to start the process of having their records expunged. Mm. There's tens of thousands of Minnesotans Um, and not everybody's excited about this, you know, not to get political. But um, the governor said that a lot of folks have been criminalized and so that expungement process is going to start and what they have is a situation where buying cannabis on the streets is dangerous because of all the, you know, fentanyl and and other things that they're starting to see show up. So, um, yeah, so... You know, some people express their concerns about uh, potential impacts that it might have on traffic safety and crime and addiction and other mental health situations. But anyway, you could read all this for yourself. We'll link it up for you at mytalk1071.com. But um, you can see like how much you're allowed to possess, um, you know, uh, and all the other things that are going to be regulated. So you could see.
2: Donna has that printed out and laminated at her house. (laughs) Not the cabin.
0: The Val, not a pop person. Thank you.
2: People probably are now interested in that story because it could help numb them from the inevitable robot takeover.
0: Right. See? Companion pieces.
2: Love it. Give (laughs) us the Pulitzer or whatever they give people who do good radio. We'll play a game next. The game is called The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can call and play now. 651-641-1071. That's our number. hip-hop is our topic that's next
0: Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about TRIA Orthopedics.
2: We get it. Life can be busy. Mm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by TRIA. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care.
0: Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to TRIA for shoulder injuries.
2: Yep, I went to TRIA when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out?
0: Oh, no. Uh, You never mentioned it a thousand times.
2: It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me.
0: Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience
2: around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA.
0: Hey. What's up? Ah. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. I don't even know what the score is. Don't say it out loud.
2: You're up by three.
0: I'm up by three. It's time to go to college.
2: It's time to attend
0: the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't
1: right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Well, Steve said it. You are up by three, Donna. 59 points for Donna. 56 for Steve. Yep. We are rolling through hip-hop and R&B week. And today, you guys want to get a little tricky? I think it's very vital. Rock or rock that's right. On top. Hip hop and R&B of the 80s. Yeah. All right, so wait a second.
0: It's tricky. It's tricky. Is yeah. this Tom? MC Hammer? Uh,
1: Tom I
2: think Loke. this is uh, Run DMC. Run this, DMC. It's a good start for Steve. This is right. Run DMC. All right. If somebody wants to win a prize <sighs> today, team up with me. Let's go. Let's win some stuff. That someone is Melinda. Melinda Gates. How are you? <laughs> Hi,
0: Melinda. I'm good, thanks.
2: Oh, we're doing really great now that you're here. We do like to get to know our listeners a little better before we rush into the game. What's happening next in your day?
0: I'm on my way to work.
2: Oh, awesome, Melinda. You're going to love it there. What, what do you do? <laughs> what line of work are you in?
0: I work at a showroom at the Minneapolis Wholesale Mart.
2: Oh, very nice. How fun. Cool. Melinda, let me ask you this. Are you interested in teaming up with an underdog and winning a prize today? Because if you are, my friend, you can team up with me, Stevie Boy. If you want to team up with someone who's probably going to lose today and is already in a dominant three wins up on me position, you can team up with Donna. It's the moment of truth. Donna or Steve, Melinda?
0: I'm going to go with my River Birch buddy,
2: Eve. that's my wow. girl yes all
0: right I'm gonna go get candy
2: oh this is great this is really great um river birches we had a lot oh, of tree boy. talk last night at the Ronald McDonald house by the way a lot of tree <laughs> talk that just popped up yes to river birch what Donna I
0: just can you repeat what the decade is
2: the 1980s it's great so
1: hey got. don't got, go cheat out three there. three minutes to, to go study up yeah that's exactly what's yeah, gonna I'm happen I won't cheat I'll okay. just think okay all right, let's Melinda, go. you're going to go on hold. Donna is working her way out of the studio. Again, it's hip-hop and R&B of the 1980s. How are you feeling, Steve? You know, not great about this decade, I'll okay. be honest, but but I think we'll be able to power through. All righty, let's get it started with this one. Here we go. You're trailing by three. You got to uh, run the table this week to end on a tie to wrap up the week. Let's get it going with this one. Even though their biggest hit came in ninety one with Summertime, this DJ teamed up with Will Smith back in nineteen eighty six. DJ Jazzy Jeff, yeah, boy. (laughs) This New York City group formed in nineteen eighty five received six Grammy noms and was a two thousand thirteen Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. I think Public Enemy. That's Flava
2: Flave that you just did. I think Public Enemy.
1: This Swedish singer, rapper, and DJ had her biggest hit in eighty eight with the song Buffalo Stance. It made it two spots higher on the charts than her half brother's Save Tonight did a decade later. Oh, Eagle-Eyed Cherry. Okay, say it again. The Swedish singer, rapper, and DJ had her biggest hit in 88 with the song Buffalo Santa made it two spots higher than her half-brother Save Tonight did in... Oh, man. All right. We will bring Melinda back in here. Melinda, you heard the answer Steve gave. How'd you feel about those first two? Um, two?
0: I'm confident with number one. I'll go with you on number two. I'm not too sure about that.
1: And,
2: then three, and number
0: three is Nina Cherry.
2: Okay. Wow. That's your answer. Unbelievable. Way to go. All right. Hey, Donna. All
1: right, Melinda. We're going to put you back on hold as we'll get wow. Donna back here in the huge. studio.
2: Donna, come on in. We made quick work of it over here. Got a nice lifeline in Melinda. Oh, man. All oh, right. Wow. All right. Let's
0: do it. Let's just do it. You
2: just, just do want to do it. it? Let's get it over with? Okay. It's hip-hop and You're R&B not. of the
1: 1980s. Donna? Yes. Here we go. Even though their biggest hit came in 91 with Summertime, this DJ teamed up with Will Smith back in 1986.
0: Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff.
1: Yeah, boy! This NYC group formed in 85, received six Grammy noms, and was a 2013 Rock and Roll Hall of Famer.
0: Oh, gosh. It's uh, Flava Flav and New Order? New, Go
1: ahead. This Swedish singer, rapper, and DJ had her biggest hit in 88 with the song Buffalo Stance. It made it two spots higher on the charts than her half-brothers saved tonight did a decade later.
0: Buffalo Girl goes round the outside, round the <laughs> outside, round the out is it that song? No, I but Pebbles. Think so. I think they it's still. Pebbles. Pebbles is my answer. <laughs> What <laughs> is that song? You know the song,
2: right? Buffalo Girl Goes uh, Round the Outside. Is that Two Trailer Park Girls Go Round the Outside yes, by, Eminem? Is by Eminem? No, it's
0: a Buffalo Girls. No, I think okay. he sampled Maybe that
1: he sampled song. It. Maybe yeah. he sampled it. Maybe he sampled it. The only version I knew was Eminem. And the generally that's...
2: unflappable Alex Trebek of our game show community <laughs> might just burst into a belly laugh. Well, Buffalo Maybe. Girls. Okay, okay. Oh. Not that song, though, just so you know. We
1: will move on to, uh, we'll go through these answers here. Um, We'll start off with the first one. You both nailed it, of course. Summertime was their big hit in 91. The team was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. Both got that right. Moving on to the next one. Yeah, boy. The NYC group formed in 85, received six Grammy noms, and was a 2013 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Public Enemy. <laughs>
0: Public Enemy. Damn yes.
1: Okay. Steve did that it, one daughter. right. So you it's a it, 2-1 Steve. lead going into the final one. This Swedish singer, rapper, and DJ had her biggest hit in 88 with the song Buffalo Stance. It made it to two spots higher on the charts than her half-brother, Save Tonight, did a decade later. Save tonight. Her half-brother in 97 had the hit Save Tonight. His name was Eagle Eye Cherry, oh. yes. which is, by the way, his legal birth name. And right. her name is Nina Cherry. Wow. Which Melinda nailed. Sure Way Melinda. to go, Melinda. Way to
0: go, Melinda. Yay. Yay. Can we do a tiebreaker for fun? We for fun,
1: you? certainly can. All right.
0: And then I put a link in there for the Buffalo Okay, perfect.
1: Song. Love okay. it. Okay. We will go with uh, this one here. This is the tiebreaker. I just assumed that was the M song. The time I, ever heard and and I just yes. lost my mind. <laughs> All right, here we go. Many of their hits, I can't say on the air. This Miami hip-hop group was made up of Fresh Kid Ice, Mr. Mix, Brother Marcus, and Luke. Their biggest hit was 1989's
2: Me So Horny. Ooh, Me So Horny. I just (laughs) wanted to say this yesterday because we had miso-glazed salmon at the Ronald McDonald House. And every
0: time she said miso, I just, in my head, went horny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, uh, Me So Horny was two live crew?
2: Yep. Oh, nice, Donna. Thank
0: you with the number
2: 2. Nice. Woo! But even with that, Melinda, you win the prize. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Way to go, Melinda. Hey,
2: Melinda, where Woo! where uh, your river birch? Where are your river birch located? Front yard, backyard, what's going on?
0: Front yard. Yeah. And whoever well on the corner. So, whoever lived in our house before us planted it right by the house, which was really stupid, <laughs> and it's a mess. It. I hate it. It's the same. Well, so I look know into you your love future. the river birch, so yeah. I'm just saying though that I don't like mine.
2: I know, and they drop a lot of stuff too. And they self prune. They actually drop their own dead branches Donna. Did you know that about the river birch?
0: I didn't. It determines it like that a, a branch
2: mess. is not uh, does not have a good future, and then the nutrients go elsewhere in the tree, so that when the next windy storm comes by, it self prunes, and you don't need a pruner to come over and take care of it, Donna.
1: Yeah, it self-prunes in our neighbor's yard. The wind blows it all in their yard.
2: Oh, so they (laughs) probably hate you guys. I know, yeah, they totally
0: hate you, Melinda.
2: All right, well, with that, we've got to go. Uh, Stay on the line. Mike will... Thank you. Thank you. Thank Have a
0: great day. All right, here's the song. It's going
2: to take a second here because I'm <laughs> going to get the
1: two different songs and put them together here. Wow, girl, look at how Zamboni
2: uh, uh, in
0: the house.
1: Um, that Eminem song was "Without Me," and I got to make sure I can actually
2: play it. Yeah, on that there. was the uh, guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's how it starts. Can
0: uh, like, the trailer park girls go around the outside? I remember that song outside, too. Yeah, I do. But I really I created a
2: monster, but nobody wants to see Shady no more. They want, wait, Marshall no more. They want Shady, I'm chopped liver. All right, right, here we go. Are you
1: ready for it? This is a song Donna was referring to.
0: Okay, who all fin- right. Yeah, there who, you go. Who sang the first one?
1: The first one was uh, Malcolm McLaren.
0: Okay. It was like from the 80s. Not yes. Nina
1: Cherry or whatever. Not whoever. Nina Cherry, Buffalo Stance. Uh, can't believe Eagle-Eyed Cherry. Eagle-Eyed is his uh, real name. Blew my mind when wow. I started doing so Top 40 radio. Tonight.
0: So wait a second. Mm-hmm. So is, is he calling himself Eagle-Eyed? Or is his, is his name... Did, Cherry is his last name. Yes.
1: Cherry's his last name. Eagle-Eye is his first name.
0: Is it one word?
1: It is hyphenated. Swedish singer. Look it up. Bob. His middle name's probably like Bob. The new, <laughs> Bob? actually. Eagle Eye Lenue Cherry. Lenou. born to uh, Swedish parents Don Cherry, American jazz legend of course, and Swedish artist and designer Moki Cherry.
0: Ooh, I like Moki. Mm-hmm. That's Mokey fun. Cherry. Hey, we do have an uh, an email here from Jesse who says Donna's interesting version of Buffalo Stance just made me spit coffee. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love you all, but I nailed it.
1: You did. You had it right. It was just a different song than we both were guessing. Thank this you. is Buffalo Stance, by the way.
2: Now,
0: oh, so fun. Good job, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm going to go talk to Melinda. All right, you talk to Melinda. We're going to come back. Uh, Steve's got a little food news. Yeah, why
2: don't we do a little food news, and then why don't we give a little cautionary uh, warning to people. If you leave your sunglasses on the dashboard of your vehicle...
0: Uh, They might just melt your uh, dashboard, right? Oh, you were just going to I was tease teasing it. it. Oh, okay.
2: Here, let me do it again.
0: All right. All right, we'll do that before the food news. Okay, try it again. <clears throat>
2: We'll be back. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Steve for Origin Meals. They have a very simple slogan, save time, eat better. Come on, you're in on that. If you're dragging your feet and you've heard me talking about it, just test it out. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. And if you don't, don't worry. They've got a guarantee. They'll take great care of you. But OriginMeals.com is where you can get started. Here's how the process works. You start by setting up an account, and then you just create a meal profile. How many meals per week would you like? Any sort of diet and personalizations that you would like, they can accommodate those. And then number two is after you do that, uh, you then pick your individual meals each week. They have a rotating menu. These are made from scratch meals. Again, fresh, never frozen. They can create default choices for you if you'd like, but you can always personalize it to your liking. And then those meals are, as I said, delivered fresh, not frozen to your door. You can leave a cooler out for delivery, or if yours isn't out there, don't worry. They'll just give you a new cooler. They want to take great care of you. Save time. Eat better this summer. You can do that today at OriginMeals.com. Use coupon code MYTALK. Save 30%. Good morning.
0: Welcome back. Steve, look at the song as it's playing right now. Quick. Look at it. Look at it. You see how it says pronounced Thiza?
2: Yeah, that's incorrect. It's
0: incorrect.
2: But that's why you. That person said it needs that one to be time.
0: reprimanded. I
2: think it's our boss.
0: Even more so.
2: <laughs> Terminator. Fine. Immediately. Anyway,
0: what wow. were we going to do here?
2: Uh, I've I'm got so a mad. News. I've got news for everybody. Quickly, Donna. Okay. Um, about some foods, but first.
0: Sunglasses.
2: Warning. Don't leave them on your dashboard.
0: That is correct.
2: There was a fire department in England, if you believe in that, that posted a photo (laughs) to show how it really can start a fire, just like burning stuff with a magnifying glass. They say it happened to somebody's car this past Saturday. So this is legit. It melted the entire dashboard along with the top of their steering wheel. Looks like it even burned a big hole through the windshield as well. To prevent it, make sure you keep your sunglasses And any other reflective objects out of direct sunlight, especially as the days get warmer. We've got a lot of warm days this week here in Minnesota. Also includes water bottles, by the way. So, like, don't throw it up on your dash. You know what I mean, guys?
0: I hear you, Steve.
2: You're looking all suspicious over there. Uh, You you don't believe this story? What's your problem? No, I
0: believe that. I do. Something wonky is happening with my computer. I don't know if this happens to other people at their jobs, but whenever there's some kind of update, everything is just all out of whack. I cannot find our show outline. I am on Wednesday. The mm. only Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, right?
2: I'm the captain now.
0: Is <laughs> today Wednesday?
2: Today's Wednesday, Donna.
0: Uh, today's Wednesday is not showing up on my Wednesday. Thank go to, you. Go,
2: oh, go you to know, Monday. You know what? Go it to, is go to Monday. It is Monday. Yep. You did put it on Monday. Some, when do you put it on Monday and I wasn't That was her! I was on <laughs> But... I just opened my grid this morning and I was like, "Oh, let's just start typing," because at the top it says Wednesday, but it's in the tab Monday. Wow. Mike, well done on searching uh, and finding.
1: Yeah, I opened it up today. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to put in there that I saw the Janet Luda concert," and then I was like, "Wait a minute, this Wednesday looks like it's from last week." And then I went to Monday, and
2: there it was. Huh? I bet Monday wasn't the first place you went to, though. Did it you? was not. I had to go all the way through the week, <laughs> and then I'm I returned to Monday. Sorry. Donna, it's fine.
0: I'm only human.
2: You are so relatable.
0: Thank Uh, you. All right. Food news. Okay, let's do it. Here it comes.
2: Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! In a new survey, 71% of people say certain foods taste better in the summer. I won't tell you. Can you think of any? <laughs> can you think of any foods that taste better in the summer?
0: Yeah, I can.
2: All right. Well, have you looked at this? No. Are you okay, Little misconfidence. Go ahead. What do you got?
0: Um, watermelon. No,
2: definitely. That is there, Donna. Nice. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Well, things that are in
0: season: tomatoes.
2: Tomatoes did not make the list. Uh, we got. got to get watermelon. Okay. Thank watermelon. You. Tomatoes. <laughs> no. Unfortunately. Tomatoes. No. no.
0: Cucumbers.
2: Not on the list.
0: Uh, uh salad in general. Macaroni Not salad. on the list? All right. Boy. Burgers.
2: Not on the list? <sighs> no. If you're if you're just tuning in, we're just a few seconds into Donna saying, "Uh yeah, I can name them." <laughs> now you did come out hot with watermelon. That was right.
0: Um you know any fruit, peach, pear?
2: All right, I'll give you a hint. Cuz that's not right. Here's your hint. (laughs) Ice cream. Ice cream.
0: Summer foods. Summer foods taste better in summer. This just in. Donna,
2: ice cream is not in season any time of year. The cows (laughs) always have milk. Then it goes to the ice cream man who comes by with his cones. He puts those waffle cones right under their udders. Oh, gross. Boom, ice cream. That's how it's made. Study farming, everybody. Let's see what else.
0: Avocados. Lemonade! Okay.
2: No, avocados, don't say they're in season in the summer. They're in season for 30 seconds at a time, okay? So when you get it home, you better have a plan. On your drive home from the grocery store, you better be thinking...
0: Fridge. They last longer in the fridge. Thank you. Good night.
2: Anything else that's on the list?
0: Mike, have you seen the list?
2: I've not. I would think... Let's um, work together here. I'm going to give you a an acronym, and see if you can get to it. Okay. These are foods that taste better in the oh, summer. I think I got one. Go ahead. Give me yours first. Corn on the cob. I was going to give you that acronym. Oh, no. Yes, just...
0: By the way, it is not in season right now. I have some at home. It is not the best. Thank you.
2: Oh, well, I had sweet corn the other night, and it was um, sweet.
0: Really? I thought late summer is when it's better. I think that's
2: better. That is the best time. Okay. I think. think of the state fair. Tuna. No. <laughs> You psychopath. <laughs> barbecue chicken on the grill, Donna. Some people grill and enjoy food, and so don't give the the smug look that you just gave to barbecue chicken.
0: Well, you're naming things that you mostly do in the summer. No, so... you can
2: do barbecue chicken any time of year.
0: Okay, I got one. Foods that taste better in winter.
2: This is going to be mean-spirited, everyone.
0: Soup. Really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Foods that taste better in November.
0: Uh, turkey.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Lasagna.
2: Okay. 40% of people love eating outdoors whenever possible. 58% say they wish they could eat outside all year round. We've had this thought of on our deck, should we put a table out there? We used to have a table on our last deck in our last house. But I don't know. The on-display eating, the let's-go-eat-in-a-terrarium, I don't know if that's it for me anymore. And the bugs. I do enjoy being outside. I love outside. Don't tell me I don't love outside. You know I love outside. I am so
0: sorry I blew up.
2: I just don't know if I want to eat on display outside. Display
0: of who? You you got an audience in your backyard? (laughs)
2: They're neighbors, and so just... It's, I a mean, it's a little open. It's a little open. a little open. That's why I'm putting all the freaking trees in, Donna. 31% of people say they're less bothered by eating messy foods in the summer than at other times of the year. Because you just jump in the pool after. Little sure. bits of corn floating.
0: I don't like that visual.
2: 58% of people say that they wish they could eat outside all year round. I got news for you. You can. The outside's not yeah, closed off. Yeah, if often. you live
0: in Florida.
2: You can do it here. Put a jacket on. You know what they say, Donna? There's no such thing as bad weather. Only bad people. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> I don't bad know. Bad clothing. Oh, gotcha. Never heard that one.
2: Bad people. All right, let's see what else I have here. This is not going the way I want I mean, Hey, you know I'm there's a St. Paul right. sandwich that's big in St. Louis? No. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, okay.
2: You want me to describe it to you?
0: what's the sandwich
2: uh the sandwich which apparently is a staple it starts with two slices of white bread next comes a hot crispy egg foo young patty essentially like a fried omelet oh the patty filled with your choice of meat is then topped with pickles lettuce tomato and creamy mayo why is it called a st paul sandwich but sold in really big in st louis According to local legend, the sandwich was invented in the early 1940s by Stephen Yoon at Park Chop Suey in Lafayette Square in Missouri. Yoon allegedly created the dish with Midwesterners' food palates in mind, named the sandwich after his hometown
0: of Saint Paul, Minnesota.
2: That's fabulous. I don't like the white bread part. White bread. You remember Schwabels? You guys have Schwabels? Yeah. White bread. What a crappy version of bread. Now, if you need it to get by, it's fine. Like, we have white bread. Peanut butter and jelly. Yes, it's it's great great. in a pinch. But when you're looking at all of where bread has gone in the last 20 years... I agree. You just don't see a lot of people hanging out near the white bread aisle. And white bread, I think, is expensive in the same way that everything's expensive, But all the other breads are expensive. It just offers nothing flavor-wise.
0: You're such a wise man for your youthful age.
2: I guess I just wish everybody would sit on the ground when I... Speak on the radio.
0: Just let that hang for a second.